0: Hey, what's happening, folks? This is Daryl Dixon Jr., and you are now tuned in to the I Am Set Apart podcast. I am your host, and uh, today we're going to get into it. Uh, It's something that's been on my heart for a little bit, and um, I want to talk to you today about growing tired of waiting for God to move. Uh, as we know, well, for some who do not know, there's a lot of us that say that they're waiting for a move of God, you know, I'm waiting for God to do this. I'm waiting for God to do that. But, uh, we have to also understand that, you know, faith without works is dead. And meaning if there's something you believe in, like let's say a job, for example, if you believe you're going to find a job. Therefore, you're going to take your happy tail out and go apply and fill out some applications. I never heard of nobody getting a job and they never went to fill out a application for it. I've never seen a person go to Home Depot and just throw on an apron and start stocking aisles without first... Filling out an application and going to a, a, a interview. You know, I I have not seen a person who just sat in front of a computer, didn't put in their name, phone number, and address, and all of a sudden that person called them back and said, "Hey, we would like to hire you." No, there was no work behind that. So the belief was there. You have no job, but you're believing God for a job, but you're not doing what's required to get the job. And so today, I want to use. Uh, Exodus chapter 32 for reference for, for what I'm talking about. Um, so for those who don't know the story, you can, um, you know, reference it later is Exodus 32 verses one through four. And basically Moses goes up to the mountain to hear from the Lord and the people are waiting down at the base of the mountain. And like most human beings, they got tired of waiting for Moses. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what happened to him. And so they went to the next best person. They went to Aaron, who was a priest, who was helping Moses. And instead of waiting for Moses to come back down to the mountain to get further instructions on where to go, they grew impatient. And because of their impatience, they reverted back to what they knew. Now, mind you, for those who don't know the story, God heard the people's cry. God sent them a deliverer, which was Moses. Moses said, let my people go. You know, you can read the story when you get a chance. Moses is leading the people now out of the wilderness, all right? These people have seen manna fall from heaven. These people have been, uh, their thirst has been quenched with water from a rock. They have seen the Red Sea part open and cross over and then the sea come back and converge and crash down on their oppressors. Now, all these miracles they have seen, much like us, many of times when God has delivered us out of a situation, God has gotten us out of a bind, more than one, I might add. And this one particular bind, this one particular situation, this one particular circumstances that is not any different than all the other circumstances you were in god has brought you through he has given you wisdom he has created an open door it was a rock in a hard place and he moved the rock for you now all of a sudden this particular situation is different from all the other ones and because you are tired of waiting on god because he's not moving fast enough you decide to revert back to what you know meditate on that a little bit How many of us have said to ourselves, I'm not going to go down this road again. I'm not going to ask this person for no money. I'm not going to go and partake in this uh, uh, particular, uh, whatever you want to call it, this... uh, this hobby of mine that 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 has caused me grief, that has caused me anguish, that has caused my family heartbreak. I'm not gonna do the things I used to do. I'm not gonna go to the places I used to go. And because you're trying something different, which these Egyptians were doing, and really wasn't nothing different in the sense of uh, them. I mean, heck, they were enslaved for 400 years. So you would think, what problem would it be for them to wait Maybe an hour or two a day, give or take for Moses to come back to them down to the mountain to give them further instructions on what he heard from God. But no, that wasn't enough. They grew impatient. They go to Aaron and say, yo, Aaron, we need you to make an idol for us because we need something to worship because back in egypt all they knew was the gods of the egyptians they didn't know the one and true god they knew the gods of the egyptians so because they didn't know what happened to moses they like we don't know what happened to this dude he's gone we don't know so uh we need you to um fix this sir we need you to make us an idol so we can worship all right and aaron gave into the pressure and he took their earrings and their their uh trinkets or whatnot and he molded it into a golden calf and the people got drunk and was acting crazy and they was worshiping this idol. And, um, you know, you can read the rest of the story for yourself. But it's the simple, it's the principle behind what happened here. A principle that many of us have to catch. And I, and I pray that you catch it. When we grow tired of waiting for God whether that's hearing an answer, whether that's seeing him move on a situation that we've exhausted all resources and options and there's no more we can do. We can't do nothing more for the person. We can't do no more for the situation. It is out of our control. But for whatever reason, we have this thing inside of us that says, oh, I gotta do something about it because if I don't, it won't get done. How many people you know have said those things or have you uh uttered those words your very self that all of a sudden now you're god so you know this thing that you left on an altar or left in god's hands now all of a sudden you indian giving and you taking it back out his hands and taking it back off the altar now you're going to do something with it and now mind i warn you whatever you do to get something you're going to have to do those same things to keep it so if you lie to get something you're going to have to lie to keep it if you cheat and cut corners to get something you're going to have to cut and cheat And you know uh, Corners to keep it And in the end It's not worth it You tell a lie You gotta tell another lie And you gotta tell another lie And you keep telling so many lies You start to believe it's truth. And so how many of us Have made very stupid Costly decisions Because we were in a situation Where we allowed our flesh To uh, get the better of us And we got desperate Just like The people from Egypt got desperate Yo, where's Moses? Where he at? He ain't here. We need something to do. It wasn't enough for them to just wait. A lot of times we pray for things and ask God for things, and he's not necessarily saying no. He's just saying not yet. And for those who don't know the story of Abraham Abraham and Sarah, look what happened with them. God promised them a child in their old age. They didn't want to wait. They got desperate. Sarah said, take my handmaiden, Hagar, and have a kid with them, with her. And we've been having problems with the Middle East and uh, the people of Israel ever since. Just wars on top of wars on top of wars. Like I said, if you know your Bible, go ahead and read it. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go back and read Genesis and Exodus. It'll tell you all about that. But what I'm simply saying here is, even with, even for me, Like I'm in situations right now I've been in situations prior to this And I may be in situations after this But if I'm going to tell God that Lord I'm giving this over to you God said if any of you lacks wisdom Let him ask and he will give it to us freely But when we ask believe what we ask for That we have it Because if we believe in doubt that God can do it He pretty much says you're like a boat in an ocean being tossed to and fro by the wind. And you're a double minded man that's unstable in all their ways and shouldn't expect to receive anything from him. And so essentially, if you are believing God to do something and you're putting it in his hands and then you're taking it back out his hands and you're moving ahead of him, you're double minded. You're pretty much saying, Lord, I don't believe you can do this because he's not moving fast enough. And so there are even, I even take it a step further. Y'all might not like me for this. You know, I really don't care because I'm gonna listen back to this podcast again and I'm gonna convict myself. This is how much I believe in this. There are situations we put ourselves in. There are doors we open up and then we get mad because it is causing us grief and anguish. And so therefore we try and go and do desperate things. We go and try to tap in resources and tap other pockets. Let's 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 go. Let's let's talk about money because that seems to be a big thing for a lot of people. Some of us got a budget. Some of us don't know what a budget is. Some of us don't really care for a budget. But however, we go and spend money on something that we should not spend it on, and therefore we didn't forget. We didn't forget. We neglected. We neglected the responsibility of things we had to take care of that was priority because our flesh man wanted our our, our desire was i i want to get this even though i have this 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 car note to pay or this bill to pay and so now you're in a situation right and so we're so selfish that because of that stupid decision we made we want to go and tap somebody else's resources to take care of our responsibility when we had it to take care of now we're in a situation where we go to uh uh what is that payday loans where the interest is like 85 percent. if you late you know we take out lines of credit to try to cover our tracks because instead of waiting instead of uh what do they call it delayed gratification instead of waiting until we were in a position to to obtain this thing we really wanted we go and Make a stupid decision Because we, we got desperate We were tired of waiting Just like the Egyptians Just like uh, God's people Were tired of waiting They were tired of waiting For Moses to come down They was tired of waiting On God We we, we tired of waiting To get something for us We tired of waiting Because we want to do Something good for us Because ain't nobody else Doing nothing good for us Ain't nobody looking out for me I'm always the one Looking out for people When's somebody Going to look out for me I deserve this But at what cost At what cost And now you tripping Because you are looking for help but you're looking for help pertaining to a situation that you put yourself in. Nobody put you in that situation. And so what happens when you get enough people that are telling you no, you get mad at them and you curse them and you curse God because ain't nobody helping you out. So we do simple stuff like we make we put fo- uh, posts on Facebook and Instagram subliminally dissing the people that normally would help us. But because we put ourselves in a situation, we mad. We big mad. That's how they say we big mad. And now we want to curse everybody out indirectly, not to their face. We want to curse everybody out because they won't help us out of our situation because of a dumb decision we made. And so I leave you with this. And that's just one example of many. So I leave you with this. If you put yourself in a situation, understand God will bail you out. And I believe this wholeheartedly, but you have to be willing to meet him halfway to get yourself out of it. You have to say, Lord, all right, If you get me out of this situation, I'm going to take, well, some of you probably don't even tithe, so you might be like, Lord, I'm going to make sure I put a little something away so so I can give back to you. Or Lord, I'm going to make sure if you get me out of this situation, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give these few dollars to my aunt, my mom, my spouse or whatever and, and have them keep it. No matter how desperate I get, they are not allowed to give me that money unless I've taken care of A, B, C, and D. I mean, set parameters for yourself. This is 2020. Are you going to continue to make the same mistakes that you made yesteryear? Or are you going to do some things differently? Every time you say, all right, just this one last time, just this one last time, you might not get a one last time again because that one last time is going to cost you everything. Just like it costs God's people when they made that golden calf. And, and, and let me leave you with this caveat. What makes that so bad is that Prior to this, Moses, and I think it was Exodus 24-7, uh, Exodus Moses had read the covenant to them. And he declared and said that we will be obedient and do everything that was spoken in this covenant. And one of those, one of those promises was thou shalt not uh, make thyself a graven image, which they did. And they broke that covenant. So technically, God wasn't obligated to do nothing uh, for them. And more often, that still applies today. When we go into a covenant with God or a person and say we're going to do something and we break that covenant, we are not that person is not obligated to do anything for us. And so we need to stop tripping when we get in situations and we don't hold up our end of the bargain and we get mad because we're not getting that deliverance that we need. Uh, out of our situation so i'm out of time this is my rant for this afternoon this is daryl dixon jr you are now tuned into the i am set apart podcast if you like what you hear please subscribe share comment uh, uh support the podcast go to the cash app if you like what you're hearing so into the ministry i appreciate you all and until next time uh do something nice for somebody today love you peace